proud of this game, and you can do a great deal for football today. The whole tradition of the National Football League, there's just certain things that go together, the family, football, and we have it all today. Time never really stops for the great ones. It reaches out and wraps them in a cloak of immortality. Welcome back to the NFL Alumni Lounge. I don't want to go home. I don't want to go home. This is it, folks. The party in Hawaii is officially over for now. Only for now. And it has been paradise out here. I'm excited for you guys to hear the full-length interviews with Warren Moon, John Randall on today's episode. And big shout-out to our friends at the XFL, The Rock, Danny Garcia, and the squad over there. They've been doing their camps all over the country. They just had their Hawaii showcase. And big shout-out to our boy, Mike Brown, NFL Alumni Academy standout, who had a great season for the USFL Generals, the New Jersey Generals, and absolutely put on a clinic at the Hawaii Showcase. If you guys want to see that, head on over to the NFL Alumni Academy social media, and you'll see everything over there. Big shout out to our friends at Elevate Health, the best in pro athletic recovery. Find it all at elevatehealth.com from hyperbaric chambers, oxygen therapy, to red light therapy, blue light therapy, and vibroacoustic therapy. They are changing the game and elevating yours at elevatehealth.com. Also, a very special shout-out to our friends at the Prince Waikiki, where we've been filming everything here. Uh, If you haven't checked it out yet on YouTube, we have our visual special, Aloha from Hawaii, is available there now for you to check out. Enjoy it. We've been getting a lot of great feedback on that, so thank you for the support. And big news, guys! We've officially been nominated for an Emmy down in Texas for the show Fantastic that we filmed there. Uh, Thanks to our friends at the Dallas Cowboys, Charlotte Jones, the whole team there. You guys were awesome with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Our friends at CBS who aired it down there in Texas. And to the Emmys in Texas, thank you for nominating us. We're pumped and we'll keep you guys posted. Maybe only if we take home the win. If we didn't, we'll sweep this under the rug. You never heard about it. Forget about it. Just kidding. Thank you guys for including us in that Emmy nomination. And ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts. Grab your surfboards. Because this is it. The last chapter in our Aloha from Hawaii special. And here's a history maker to help send it home. Number one on the jersey. Number one in our hearts. And number one on the beach pro football hall of famer warren moon warren how are you i am doing great man how are you you know i was thinking about it i'm great i mean in hawaii how could it not be beautiful yeah, yeah. i mean uh especially for your first time you're a virgin out there absolutely <laughs> i i am a, a virgin in wakiki that could be a good oh, that's dangerous that's dangerous <laughs> <laughs> so how did your first pro bowl go because you're coming out of canada now you're in the nfl how did your first selection go? And then how did the first experience go? You know, it was really good. Um, I had been to Hawaii many times before. Actually, before I even uh, signed in the NFL, I went to the Pro Bowl and met a lot of the different guys uh, around the league and just kind of got the whole experience because we met with a couple of teams over there. So I kind of knew what it was all about before I went. But uh, actually playing in it was even even uh more of a thrill because it was my first one. And that was my whole reason for coming back to the NFL was to see if I could play at the top level of the National Football League. And when once you make it to the uh, Pro Bowl, you've pretty much arrived. So, so what was it like visiting the Pro Bowl? What year into your CFL career were you when you went and visited before you were in the NFL? 
Well, it was my, it was after I decided to leave. It was 80, oh, okay. it was 83 when I went over there. And I, and like I said, I met a bunch of the guys that were uh, playing in the game over there, Howie Long and, and Walter Payton, all, all kinds of different guys that were just hanging out around the beach. So that was a great experience for me. And then uh, be it, to be able to go and play over in my first one, you know, and, and start to meet some of the different uh, great players around the league, like like Andre Reed, who we became very, very good friends, uh, Ronnie Lott and all these different guys that um, I, I actually knew those guys from from college because I, I helped recruit some of them. But but uh, it was great to be able to play with these guys now, and really get to know them on a on a uh, more casual basis. So now what are you thinking when that big plane lands on the island? And you're seeing the optics. What is it like? <laughs> it's it's amazing because even though I'm from California, you know, Los Angeles, I spent a lot of time up in Canada. I spent a lot of time in Seattle. So when you when you land in Hawaii, you're landing in paradise, man. It's just it's everything you imagine it to be. You know, they got the palm trees and the wind is blowing, and the, you got the beach right here and the mountains behind it. Diamond Head is your is your you're landing into the airport, and then you come into the airport. And it's a it's not like a, a typical airport. It's all free flow, open airport with with the breeze going through the uh, the jetways, and it, it's just a whole different um, different atmosphere that you're used to because of just when you land in the airport, it just starts with Hawaii is right there in, in the airport. Now, do you feel like you're on a? Because the trippy thing is, right when you're looking on the map and you see Hawaii there, and then you see it's kind of like equal space to Japan, equal space to California. You even got Australia and I shot. Do you feel like you're on another planet or in another country? <laughs> you kind of do. I mean, that's how far removed you are. But you, know, you got to remember that the, for you to get to anywhere else in the United States, it's going to be a five hour plane ride, you know, just, just to get to the West Coast. So you're you're out there in the middle of the ocean. Uh, you have some other islands out there. Fiji's out there. And like you said, Australia's a little further away and you got uh uh, Tahiti is out there. So there's a lot of different uh, islands out there, but you're pretty much isolated when you get out into those Hawaiian islands and uh, you feel like that. And that's what you want to do when you go on vacation. You want to feel like you're isolated away from the rest of the world. You just want to get away from all your problems, get away from bad weather, get away from whatever it is you're dealing with on the mainland and go to this, this island resort and just veg. <laughs> Before when players went out there, it wasn't as, you know, it seemed like the game was more competitive. So what was the deal when it was more competitive? Why was it more competitive? Well, there was a lot more pride, I think, um, by the guys playing back in those days. The AFC really wanted to beat the NFC and vice versa. And then money was was an object. You know, we weren't making the money that these guys are making today. So uh, when you're when you're uh, the difference between making twenty five thousand and fifty thousand was huge back in those days because, you know, guys weren't making these astronomical amounts of money today so that was an incentive too. the the team that won you know got paid double the, uh, from what the team that lost did so that was an incentive do you think we'll ever see that level of competition back no <laughs> <laughs> no unless they make it uh just that much better uh for the players you know it, it, and i don't know if they can even match that because you know, you're talking about a quarterback making 35 40 million dollars a year what are you gonna have to pay him to play in the super i mean to play in the, the pro bowl that makes it worth his while so uh yeah i don't think it'll ever get back to those days where uh guys just are dying to play in the pro bowl and they um and, and they see a money incentive that to play in it's, it's got to be because of pride and it's got to be because they just want to win the game now hawaii offered something too right that was different because for a lot of these guys 
it was a, I heard at Super Bowl because we were talking about the Pro Bowl that happened the week before, right? And a lot of folks were saying, with the way this game is going, either get rid of it or please bring it back to Hawaii because at least that was a huge vacation, once in a lifetime type thing for a lot of people. And everybody got to bring their families. That was a huge part of it. And they had us isolated uh, at a certain part of the island where we had a resort where you couldn't even get in there without, you know, without certain, you know, types of um, clearance to get to the hotel and, and, and the beach was private. So the, your families really felt like they can enjoy themselves. My first couple of years, I was in the Pro Bowl. They had it at the uh, Hilton Hawaiian Village, which was right in the middle of Waikiki. And, and you got really no privacy because this is the first time uh, people in Hawaii would be able to see NFL players. So they, they went nuts about it. So when they'd see a guy, they were just combing the beach looking for players so they could get autographs and pictures and all that. So you really didn't have a chance to really relax unless you went away from the beach. So what the NFL did was they they decided we'll we'll take our hotel to the northern side of the island. Uh, we'll isolate the players out there, let them have their their uh, their privacy. And if they want to come into this to Waikiki or into the city, they can do that at their own leisure. But at least they know they can have a place where they can get away and just relax and veg. Any guys go missing before the Pro Bowl? <laughs> no, no guys went missing, but there was a lot of guys that were late for practice, believe me. <laughs> I was just, I think that's one of the most important and impressive Pro Bowl stats nobody talks about. 100% <laughs> attendance rate by the guys. Where are you going to go, though? You're on an <laughs> island. You, you can't go too many places, so you're going to get found, and, and it's not like... <laughs> You know, you're, you're not going to stick out like a sore thumb when you're a guy that's probably six foot four, 300 pounds walking around the island. So they're going to say, oh, that guy must be here for the Pro Bowl. <laughs> right, right. That's true. Now, who was did you have a dream teammate? You mentioned some of the greats you shared the field with there. But was there anyone while playing where you were like, damn, if we could really hook up during the season, this could be dangerous. Well, I, I knew it wouldn't be any way for us to hook up during the season, but there's always guys you wish you could throw the football to. And the one guy that I really wanted to be able to do that was was with uh, Jerry Rice. And once I went over to the NFC and, and made the NFC Pro Bowl team, uh, I got a chance to play with Jerry Rice in the in the Pro Bowl. So that was pretty neat because everything I had heard about him, and I knew Jerry, but I didn't know him as a, as a, a football player because I never practiced with him. But just to watch him practice – just to watch his work ethic, even at Pro Bowl practices, which is supposed to be just kind of walkthroughs and things right. like that. Jerry was serious every time he hit that football field. And there's a reason why he was as great as what he was. Wow. And there was the timing like that. Like when you get a whole new batch of offensive weapons, can you pick up timing like that? It doesn't take as long with these guys because yeah. you can learn their body language really well. And, and they, because they practice at full speed, uh, you're going to get a chance to get to know them very well. They're not coasting out there when they get into practice. These guys are serious. That's amazing. Now, when you uh, when you hit the Hawaiian Islands, what, what are the must do's? Is it snorkeling? Is it golfing? What what was the best for you to play over there? Well, you definitely want to play golf, especially if you're a golfer. And in our our uh, hotel resort had a golf course right there on the on the uh, property. So that made it very easy for the guys to be able to get tee times. And believe me, guys were itching to get out of there and practice to get to those tee times because uh, we didn't practice very long. We tried to make our practices short and sweet so the guys could get out there and enjoy themselves. Because you got to remember the Pro Bowl is more of a reward than it is a game. And you want to make sure the guys have a good time while they're there. And you want them to come back. 
uh, you definitely want to go out and snorkel if you can. You know, to Winama Bay, which is a, a very popular place there. It, it's, it's just a snorkeling bay and you go in there and you see all these people with snorkels in the water and, and it's just uh, amazing, beautiful colors underneath the water and the, the type of fish that you see. So that's a place you might want to go. And um, the side of the island where everybody um, vacations is Waikiki and Honolulu, but if you go to the other side of the island, it is it is beautiful over there. There's more waterfalls on the island of Oahu than than there is on any other island in uh, in Hawaii. So there's just a lot of beauty. And then you want to go over to the North Shore where you have the huge waves. You know, you hear about the, the big surfing competitions where you have these 40, 50, 60 foot waves where you actually get a chance to see those things break on the beach. And it is an amazing thing if you never see it in person. So those are some of the things that you really want to see. And then then maybe go up to Diamond Head. Uh, you can you can hike up the Diamond Head. It's a it's a nice uh, hike throughout the day. It's beautiful views from up there, and, and plus you're getting some some cardio uh, into your workout to get rid of some of those mai tais you might have had. Throw <laughs> <laughs> Walter Payton workout at him up yeah, there at Diamond Head. Exactly, and you have a great time out there your first time. And make sure you go to Dukes and get you a mai tai. <laughs> I sure will. Thank you, Warren, and I hope that we'll be seeing him soon. So we could drink some Mai Tais on the moon. Thank you to Pro Football Hall of Famer Warren Moon for coming and saying aloha from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, one of the most feared defenders in NFL history, Pro Football Hall of Famer, and basically now a natural Hawaiian, the man, Mr. John Randall. John, how are you? Great, man. How you doing? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling the tropical vibes. Yeah, awesome. So we are talking all things Pro Bowl Hawaii. You have an especially uh, special relationship with the island of Hawaii, don't you? Yes, I do. Uh, besides coming up for the Pro Bowl, um, so many fun memories. I actually got married in Hawaii. Wow. Take us through it, man. Take us through the first time you set your eyes on the island and how you knew this is where I want to tie the knot. Oh my God. Because you know what? It goes back to when I was a youngster watching Hawaii 5 <laughs> and watching the show, man, and seeing, you know, uh the, the island or island, seeing all the scenery, seeing the Hawaiian vibe, and just like for instance, uh seeing listening to Don Ho, I just always envisioned myself going there so go I go there for the Pro Bowl and and when then I when I got engaged with my wife who's from Minnesota she was thinking we're getting married in Minnesota and I'm from Texas I'm like no let's do this in Hawaii and dude it was amazing I mean palm trees the, the beautiful air and we actually did it at the Iolani Hotel where they had where the guys stay at for the Pro Bowl so it was just spectacular. And, you know, I waited till after the Pro Bowl was over and everybody's gone. Right. So I didn't have all that pressure of the guys around me. But I, you know what? I didn't factor in that there was going to be still some celebrities there uh, at the hotel. Uh, Scotty Pippen was there. No they way. were having the, yes. And, um, oh my God, what's the, the, the actor who uh, was at the time married to the girl who's talking about, is this, Tuna or chicken. Uh, <laughs> uh, they were there at the hotel, and they was having a golf tournament across the street. And 
Kelly Keeney, the golfer, was there at my wedding. Too. It was everything that I expected it to be. And Hawaii has such a close, close fondness in my heart to my wife, family. We, we took pictures beforehand. We have a, a coconut from there. Actually, I got something to show you. All right. I have this stick from Hawaii. Whoa. It's like a cane, Whoa. but I keep it. I keep it in my office, man. That brings the good vibes right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And one thing you don't want to do is end up on the bad end of John Randall and the Hawaiian punch <laughs> stick right there. That's something nobody wants to do. Right, right. But yeah, it's to me, it's it's still always when you know, even though they have they've moved the Pro Bowl to Orlando and all that, I go, nah, not the same. Not the same. same. No. And I know you are a full-blown golf addict. Did you yes. ever get to golf over there in Hawaii? Of course. Of course I have. I've, I've played over there. I played golf with uh, Eric Dickinson, Lawrence Taylor, uh, Steve Hutchinson, um, uh, Tiki Barber. And, you know, it's just such an amazing place to play golf. But also just – to me, it's it's the perfect place to go. I mean, it's Hawaii, baby. I mean, Don Ho back in the day. I remember I, one time we were down on uh, Waikiki Beach, and he was playing his ukulele. Man, I was like, that's a true vacation. That's the true Pro Bowl feeling. I mean, when you when guys talk about playing the whole season and at the end of the season making it to the Pro Bowl, that's what you're talking about going across the water. You're not talking about going down to Orlando, going across the water, baby. You know, and that's been such a common theme, man. Like the word earned and the yes. word treat were used yes. with this Pro Bowl. And you don't hear that with other locations. It's something no. totally different. Totally different. I mean, you go, I mean, I think about uh, 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 Magnum P.I., right. Hawaiian shirt. I mean, the, 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 the hang loose. The uh, going to the uh, the Dole factory for the pineapples. Come on, going to uh, uh, Diamond Head, oh. uh, and and going over to uh, where, where the surfers all are. Uh, oh, the pipeline. Uh, pipeline, yeah. Come on, it's oh. to me. I mean, and that's that's what it's about. When you have had a very successful season, and you get rewarded to Hawaii, not Orlando. Right. Not, not Disney World. Right. Disney World, no offense, it's for kids. Hawaii, that's for the big boys, baby. Talking Don Ho, not Mickey Mouse, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, so wait, so take us up. So you went up and you you hiked Diamond Head? Actually, yeah, I went up there one time. I went up with Randall McDaniel, former another Hall of Famer and, and, and pro bowler. He does it every year. And so we went out there. We actually went to this guy named Jim Neighbor's house on Diamond Head, had some cocktails at his house. Uh, man, there's so many different memories I have from Hawaii. Uh, oh, my God. So many from going to the military base, uh, one of the military bases, to uh, going down to uh, where else did we go? We went, uh, yeah, North Shore. Went to the mm. North Shore. We went and watched the guys uh, diving off the uh, – the waterfall. I have so many fond memories of Hawaii, man. Did you um? What did you think of the food when you landed? 
Oh my God. Once again. So I probably have my trips to Hawaii have been about, I say about 25 trips. So what? Yeah. So uh come on, that's why I said it's wow. that was my place. Yeah. So the Luau's, I've been through so many Luau's. Um there's several guys who I played with who were from Hawaii, Ezra Tuwalo, Al Noga, sitting there talking to those guys uh, about Hawaii, uh, figuring out that my name is Shone. What else can I tell you? Hey, Shone. <laughs> yeah. Aloha, mahalo, Shone. That's yes. too cool. 25 yeah. trips. You're pretty much a Hawaiian. I, I hope so. I, I mean, I just, I just love the vibe, man. I love the, the vibe of what it is. And it's just, to me, it just, I felt so comfortable there. Felt like home, just like, and that's why getting married there to me was, it was an easy decision. Well, look, we know you got the moves on the field. Okay. Now that we know how seasoned you are in the Hawaiian culture, you got to tell us now the dance moves. I heard it's all in the wrist. Oh, what, what's the proper technique, man? Uh, you know what? For me to get the proper technique, it was going to take some uh, Mai Tais and some <laughs> Blue Hawaiians to get me in the right vibe. Sorry, but I'm not a I'm not a uh, a good dancer. But <laughs> it takes the right vibe and the Blue Hawaiian and the Mai Tais that could easily get me in the right frame of mind. That gets the job done, baby. Oh man, John. We thank you so much for getting us ready for this trip, man, and for all the history you made out there. How cool would it be for you to see the Pro Bowl return to Hawaii? It'd be amazing. I I think it speaks to the uh, – it was reflect back on the history of the NFL and how important it would for us to get back to some, something that guys could really appreciate so much more, and I think it really would – really reflect good on the fans in Hawaii. Absolutely. And I got to ask you this while we have you here. Um, for a guy that went undrafted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame and made such an impact on this league, uh, we we opened the NFL Alumni Academy a couple of years ago where we're training guys that were cut or undrafted, getting them back to the pros. Um, any advice for guys in those situations, the fringe players, to make the jump? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Here's kind of a weird uh, thing to say, but I would tell guys, uh, don't listen to people who may think they know what's the best decision for a guy. But I would tell a guy, listen to your heart. Even though your heart doesn't have eyes and ears, that's the best thing for you to follow. And to if you want to try out for the NFL, believe that you can make it because it doesn't matter what size, height, or where are you from? This game allows and gives you a chance to be a part of something special. And this man right here is a part of a lot of special things. We're going to tell you guys one thing. Pinky out, thumb out. Mahalo, baby. Mahalo, baby. Yes. Thank you so much, man. You're welcome, man. Thank you so much to John Randall, Warren Moon, for joining us here on the final chapter of Aloha from Hawaii. The NFL Alumni Lounge is proud to present this one. Thank you to our friends at Elevate Health and Prince Waikiki for making it all possible. Uh, if you are subscribed to the show on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, right now you can listen to this three-part series and be sure to catch the visual special 
on YouTube. Just search NFL Alumni Aloha from Hawaii. Be sure you're tuned in with the NFL Alumni across social media and the NFL Alumni Academy to see all the exciting things that are coming. I'm your host, Charlie Boot, and it has been my pleasure to bring you these stories from the beautiful island of Oahu. I'll be seeing you next week here in the lounge. Same time, same place. Bring that same face, and it's party time. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next week on the NFL Alumni Lounge.